again and welcome to another episode of the Af- An African Conquering the World podcast. This is our sixth episode of 54 and this uh, episode is the episode before our, our Instagram live which will slate for um, any time from next week. Thanks for keeping the faith, thanks for being around, thanks for listening. Um, we'll try to do an episode that makes some some meaning to 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 all um, my country is reeling from the recent collapse of a 20, 21 story um, building in Nikoi in Lagos um, it's, it's always a very bad outcome a very sad outcome for for professionals to see such a such a thing happen and it's even a sad outcome for the families whose um, loved ones were trapped in the building. Um, at that moment, it's not a game anymore. It's no more um, a theoretical or a financial puzzle, but it's a thing of life and death. And you never want to be in a position where your, your work causes people's death and demise. So, I, uh, uh, on behalf of myself and my studio and everything that um, that we that we believe in, I'm genuinely genuinely sorry for, uh, and I'm genuinely sympathetic to the victims of the of of, of the building collapse. It's something that we have to treat and treat very quickly as a people and um, it's something that we need to fight against and find the root causes and ensure that everybody who works in these delicate trades gets paid as much as possible for them to ensure they do the best possible work on every project so that the best outcomes are always um, afoot as against um, these every now and then shoddy outcomes so no blames it's just a very sad outcome and I'm very sympathetic again with the families of those who who died and those who were harmed by the collapse of the building may their souls rest in peace so um, today, on this sixth episode, we're going to talk about something that is should be dear to every architect that practices in, in the tropics. And it's something that has has been um, a, a, a thorn in our flesh and we haven't been able to, to deal with it. It's something that we inherited and because we inherited it, we kind of never want to to argue with it so it has become part of uh, our lexicon and it's not the greatest part of our lexicon but that's beside the point today we talk about the architecture of fear which is what I call tropical architecture you see when the British came to my country Nigeria and landed in Lagos they had no understanding of such a climate they, 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 it, was, it, was, it was a shock for them when they saw and felt the kind of the, the, clim- the climate of Lagos. 
the mosquitoes, the heat, the rain, the, the wetness, etc, etc. It was something they had never experienced before. The first instinct when you experience something like that, that you can't really um, make changes in the way that you're used to making changes to, your first instinct is to protect yourself from it. And that's the right instinct. So you build barriers to protect yourself from the weather, from the people, from the mosquitoes, etc, etc. And those barriers then become effective in the controlling of the weather. But unfortunately, or let's say conversely, the African and his architecture both tried to accept the weather as it is and harness it to turn it into something that could enhance their lives so it was it was important for the African house to be a a machine to harness the weather a machine to harness light etc so when tropical architecture is looked at as the way forward for architecture it's a little bit off-handed because in a place where most people can't afford air conditioning most people can't afford any form of um, gadgetry to help control the weather the windows which is the only thing that can help to bring as much air and light into your building that you need or control the light or bring as much air into the building as you need. The windows in Africa are the smallest windows in the world. The question is why? Would it not make much more sense if our windows were larger so that we can get more air? In fact, if our walls were permissible so that all the air around comes into the house and keeps us comfortable? Is it not funny that in a place that we need to capture as much of the rain as possible for reuse our roofs throw away the rain as far away from us as possible it's not it's not it's not it's not funny also that it's not startling i'd say that we've learned to see climate as something to run away from as against run towards for instance um, the traditional yoruba yoruba impluvium or the Benin Impluvium was designed to catch the rain and put it right in the center of the courtyard so that the family can share in the water that was captured from the rain. And that capture, that rain capture was done automatically. In fact, I built a house at the beginning of my career for somebody from Benin in the north of Nigeria. Um, I built a house that captured the rain in the same way because of the fascination that the, the client had with that. So. If you look at uh, the, the, the traditional, the, the typical architecture that the British left behind, great, well, semi-great building, I would say, a lot of it is designed as though climate in Africa is so bad that it kills people. But I don't think we've ever heard that anybody died of heat stroke in Africa. But I, I, I digress. The thing is, we have refused to understand the essence of our traditional architecture and have accepted an architecture that was built 
as a defense mechanism to the things that the people who built it didn't understand. We have named that architecture tropical modernism. We have pursued that architecture in institutions at home and abroad and now have started trying to make an environment with the ethos of that architecture and that architecture is an architecture of fear. The puncture window, the small punched window that is two or three percent of the wall, the large cantilevering floating roof and the corresponding surrounding veranda that take away all the, the rain from the building, take away all the light from the building, take away all the sun from the building. Meanwhile, the African is an outside human being. We Africans don't live within the, uh, our homes and, and, and try to bring nature in. We live outside, though inside our buildings. So it's a, a little bit upside down or topsy-turvy to think that you're designing a house with the roof that extends so large out, so far out that th- there's no connection between you and the vitamin D that your body needs to to dry and your body needs to function at the highest of levels. So we we have to understand that little things like again that punched window is on African and I don't I don't like to say things like that but it, it doesn't it doesn't work well with the environment and therefore if we keep building in this kind of ways and keep running away from the inclement weather keep running away from our neighbors we make these large setbacks that by the time we build those setbacks three meters from each building six meters between buildings it does not improve air circulation and airflow and light it's just space that is unused in the city therefore when you plan your 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 city like that you create a suburban feel in the center of the city which means that the city cannot be pedestrianized it's it's wasteful it's not good for the environment and it's very 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 bad architecture but we call it tropical architecture I must say that this kind of thinking must be thrown to the scrap heap because our traditional architecture solved the problems that we're trying to solve so hard by running away from them with mechanisms of escape like the 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 large eaves of of the roof that funny punched window the setback and corridor in front of the house that is called a veranda um there's several of them that uh, the 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 unnecessary setbacks that don't don't make any difference uh especially in in cities where 60 to 70 percent of the cities are air conditioned and then you have setbacks between buildings and there are no windows in the setback areas it just means that one neighbor and the other neighbor cannot maximize their space these things have to be seen from a different light and have to be rethought because traditional architecture gives us a clue as to what our architecture can be with technology of the day so again Tropical modernism is absolute utter trash. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being with us for another 11 minutes. Um, Hope to catch you next week when we'll have another episode of um, Thoughts. And um, 
understandings of the new African architecture. Um, this is an African Conquering the World podcast, AACW podcast at on Instagram. It'd be nice for you to follow us so that you can have updates on the episodes and we can also chat on Instagram. Thank you very much for your time. Have a pleasant weekend.